Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Hey, it's the show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. We have an incredible show topic today. I'm talking about a disease that is climbing faster and faster in the U.S., more than any other country. I'm talking about a condition that makes you feel like you're losing your mind. You can't remember things. It can literally affect every avenue of your health. It's something no one wants to get, but yet all of us are getting it. Cognitive, neurological, and degenerative brain disorders. I'm talking about the degenerative nerve conditions that affect so many of our loved ones. And when I say that, I mean typically we're talking about someone who's in their golden years. And we're looking at uh, Alzheimer's and dementia and cognitive decline and, 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 and. Okay, so here's the deal. This is a, I'll call it epidemic that is so uh, rapidly growing, it needs to be addressed, but nobody's really talking about it. Why? Well, it's gotten written off that as you get older, you're going to lose your mind. And I'm not saying it in that kind of a way. I mean, literally, like, I can't remember who I am. Uh, I'm having a hard time walking, talking, speaking, drooling, this, that, the other. These neurodegenerative disorders are climbing so fast And I'm going to say, I think medicine is looking at it as an opportunity to manage and medicate the seniors to where instead of solving the reason it's happening, it's a huge cash cow. I hate to say it. The medications that are now currently prescribed for Alzheimer's and dementia and cognitive decline are big, big, big business. And you have to think of it as, again, it's a growing population of people. We are living longer. And we're getting to be, uh, how would I say it, wealthier as a nation. And so uh, if I can tap into something that didn't normally exist, you go back 50, 60, 70 years ago, the likelihood of having Alzheimer's was extremely low. So something's going on today that's making us have our brains rot and fall apart. And I'm going to share with you, specifically, it's something we did in the 1990s, to our health from a real perspective. And it's linked to an elevation in Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, neurological cognitive decline. So if you're listening today and you have a family member who's dealing with any of those neurodegenerative, there is hope and there's a way out. We now know that neurodegenerative disorders aren't just old age. We now know that there are true medical conditions that can cause this like global toxicities, neurotoxicities, biotoxicities. And so Alzheimer's and Huntington's and Parkinson's and dementia 
and all this stuff isn't an old age anymore. According to the Alzheimer's Foundation, right now, one in three seniors are dying because of dementia-related or Alzheimer's deaths. Guys, that's huge. Cancer is one in two. Heart disease is one in two. Alzheimer's is one in three. Why aren't more people talking about this? Well, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, if you wait until it's that far along, you're right. So instead, what's actually happening is this. We need to give more credit to the underlying organic systems of our body now so that we don't end up with neurodegeneration. Did you know that your liver and your kidneys can protect your brain from cognitive decline over time? Why? They're detox organs. They get rid of the known toxins and chemicals that cause this. Did you know that a product produced by a company, we'll throw out their name, Monsanto, Roundup, Glyphosate, its use and spraying onto corn and soy and wheat has been directly linked to the same rise in these neurodegenerative diseases as the same rise in how much we use these products. We started modifying corn and soy genetically in the mid-90s. We started making more Roundup and glyphosate for use because the modified seeds need it. In fact, the modification was to make them bigger, make them better, but make them not grow without the presence of this chemical. So now we spray gobs and gobs and gobs that we didn't before, and the normal incline in cognitive disease is now exponential growth. So what does this tell us? We are making our brains fall apart. We're causing this new leading cause of death called neurodegenerative cognitive decline. One in three. It's absolutely insane. So the show today is going to help you to know what is Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cognitive decline. How do we solve it now so we never get it? What if you're in it? What can you do to get out of it? That's the show topic. And listen, next Saturday on the 20th is my webinar, Solving Thyroid Disorders. If you have a thyroid issue, if you have to fix energy, you need to lose weight. 704-906-2094. 906-2094. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. Boy, we have an incredible topic today. Cognitive decline, neurodegenerative disorders, Alzheimer's, dementia, anything that has to do with your brain health, and it's becoming a leading cause of death in the United States today. Heart disease and cancer, you get about a 50-50 chance you're going to leave the planet because of one of those two. But watch this. You got a 33% chance you're going to leave this planet because your brain has decayed. Alzheimer's and dementia is becoming the third major source of organic death in the United States. Now, I'm going to explain something that's going to help you to understand why this is so crucial. And listen, there, this show is literally like, it's, it's, it needs to be seven hours long, okay? So you got to understand I'm cramming years of research and all kinds of information into an hour. So the likelihood I'm going to solve your problem today, minimal. That's why we do webinars. That's why I host these regular events for you to hop on and join us and learn and teach and educate. You're going to see today that thyroid issues actually are a precursor to cognitive decline. So why am I talking about this? Well, next Saturday... This is your last radio offer, right? It's a week away. It's at 10 in the morning, so it's before my next show to join me and get on this webinar and learn how to solve your health issues. So 10 a.m. next Saturday, the 20th, 704-906-2094. Call it. 
text it. And listen, for the love of God, texters, don't just text in and say, webinar. I need your name and your email. And we've asked you hundreds of times, but yet I got last week at least 30 texts that said, webinar, 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 webinar. And I love it, but I need your name and I need your email address. Okay, so text your name and your email or call 704-906-2094. And that gets you in on our next big event, which is on the 20th at 10 a.m., Saturday next week. Okay, so here, here's, here's the ultimate question I have for you. The, the show is called Ask Dr. Ernst, so now I get to ask you a question. Have you heard of your glymphatic system? Glym, G-L-Y-M, fatic system. Guaranteed you haven't. You might say, did you mean to say lymphatic system? Yes, but no. Your glymphatic system is a term that refers to the very specific lymphatic system of your brain. Glial cells, which support and nourish and protect your brain, have been recently isolated and found to have something called their own lymphatic tissue system. Think of it like uh, a drainage for your brain. Your glymphatic system has specific receptors. Guys, this is brand new research. I'm talking like 2018, 2019, 2020, where the glymphatic system, and I'm saying it right, glym, G-L-Y-M, phatic system, drains toxins out of your brain. Your central spinal fluid and the CNS protection that it gets from this liquid is produced and runs in parallel to the, all the vessels in the arteries inside of your brain. They're now saying medically, oh my gosh, we just figured out that your brain actually has lymphatic tissues inside of it, and they had to come up with a term, so they called it glymphatic. I'm going to quote here from a study. Your glymphatic system allows for the efficient removal of soluble proteins and metabolites from your central nervous system with the help of perivascular tunnels next to the vascular system. Your glymphatic system also helps to keep your brain-wide allocation of sugar, amino acids, proteins, neuromodulators, and growth factors delivered. It's like the food trucks for your brain. Since the glymphatic system mainly functions at night, in the morning when you wake up, you're going to dump all the toxins out of your brain into your systems, and then you urinate and defecate them out. So guess what? The newest research, listen to the annals of neurology. Removing waste from your central nervous system is critical for your brain's health and homeostasis. According to a 2014 study that was published, if you block the glymphatic system, you can't get rid of certain proteins that we know cause disease. So there's proteins associated with Alzheimer's and there's proteins associated with Parkinson's. We see these neurofibril tangles and protein plaques in the brain. In just last year, Nature Reviews Neurology, which is a term for a, a journal, said that the clearance of the glymphatic system will increase your brain's capacity, prevent neurodegenerative age-related diseases, and it increases the likelihood that you're not going to have accumulation of toxic proteins like amyloid beta. And amyloid beta is known. You got a lot of that in your brain. You have Alzheimer's. You have dementia. Your glymphatic system removes specifically metabolic waste from the brain. Another new study in the Science Translational Medicine Journal just last year, they published an article that said 
a decline in your glymphatic system as you get older may seem like it's normal, but it's not. And that if you were to increase your glymphatics, which I'm going to teach you how to do this, you would protect the cells, the arteries, and the fluids of your brain, which will maintain normal brain health throughout aging and reduce your risks of neurodegeneration. Ding, 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 ding. Are you hearing this? The only way to solve Alzheimer's and dementia and Parkinson's is number one, clean out your brain. Now, let me ask you a question. A lot of you have done liver cleanses and uh, kidney cleanses and colon cleanses and whatever. When's the last time you did a brain detox? Okay, as a physician and a clinician, I have developed a specific neurological brain detox. We call it brain cleanse, brain phase. It's actually phenomenal. We can clean the glial systems out and the glymphatics of your mind. I've taken patients that have had Alzheimer's and can't even remember their own daughter's name, taking them through these brain cleanses, and all of a sudden, I get emails from people I don't even know. Oh, my God, John is now talking to Susan. Do you realize who this is? That's her granddaughter. He didn't even know she was alive. It's phenomenal. I've seen people with Parkinson-style dementias and the difficulties of initiation, conversation, and walking the classic Parkinson's gait, the shuffle, literally start dancing. I've seen people with what we would call cognitive dementia. Literally, they're there, but they're not. And they're drooling and they can't even speak. Start to actually converse with family members when you get this glial system activated. It's so powerful and no one's talking about it except for us. What causes congestion in your glymphatic systems? Okay, number one, physical compression to the tissue itself. What does that mean? An alignment issue with how your skull sits on top of your neck. Listen, if you've ever wondered why people say, hey, I started going to a chiropractor and not only is my pain gone, but like I feel like I can remember stuff. I have more energy. Uh, colors seem more bright and vibrant and alive. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go visit a local chiropractor. But watch this. They're now finding out that the drain for the glymphatics is through what's called the foramen magnum. It's a very specific term for the hole in the bottom of your skull. So listen, we all have holes in our head, literally. Okay, your brain has to come out of your skull. If it was enclosed entirely, you'd be a wireless system, and that doesn't work for neurology of human beings. You've got to be wired. Okay, so there's these holes in the back of your brain and the base of the skull that allow for the brain to flow through. Well, now they're saying that there's glymphatic channels that run between your skull, occiput, and your first bone in your neck, Atlas. And here's the joy of going to a chiropractor. If you're seeing the right kind where they can analyze positions, either upper cervical or a Clear Institute scoliosis certified like I am, you can find out if it's blocked by doing a very simple x-ray. So we take an x-ray, we look at the skull. If the skull's out of alignment or shifted side to side, we'd say, okay, there's got to be a glymphatic blockage. So let's do therapy to level and lift and open the drain. And I have seen blood pressure reset. I've seen cholesterols reset. I've seen sugars repair. Type 1 diabetics, done. Type 2 diabetics, done. Watch this. Type 3, neurodegenerative, yes, done, fixed, solved, healed. So number one. The blockage of your glymphatics is a structural alignment in how your skull sits on your neck. And believe it or not, 99% of people I work with have structural issues within their neck. And you can't feel this, so don't just think, oh, my neck feels pretty good. I must be structurally sound. doesn't work like that. Just like you can't feel your blood sugars, can you? Hey, listener and viewer on Facebook, what's your blood sugar right now? Can you feel it? Uh, I feel like it's 140, Dr. Ernst. You can't do it at all. Don't even try to do it. You can't. You have to test it. 
How do we find out if your glial systems are blocked? You have to test it. When should we test? When you're already drooling? No. When you go, I don't even know why I'm here today. No. Now. Test it now. Okay, number two. The reasons for glymphatic congestion. Chronic inflammation. Now, this is, of course, the same thing I say all the time. Well, chronic inflammation causes all disease. But if you think about it, removal of toxins from the brain tissues. I want you to think of this. Your brain literally floats in liquid all the time. It's not sitting in your skull, just next to your, your, your skull. It has water around it at all times. So your brain is weightless, technically. It has to be. Something touches the brain in the wrong spot, and you can't even control it, okay? Now, if the fluids around your brain are clean, then you're healthy, you're vibrant, and you're alive. But if it looks like a swamp, neurodegeneration. It's as simple as that. If the glymphatics are blocked and congested, your brain will rot. So when we come back from this commercial break, how to solve this, how to open up and drain your glymph. And also, this is the opportunity, guys. Listen, if you haven't taken a chance to get on one of our webinars, they are fantastic. All right? Custom created, specific to you and your health needs. Not only just neurodegeneration, but we're talking about hormones. We're talking about estrogen and thyroid and progesterone and getting your body back on balance. 704-906-2094. The event is next Saturday, the 20th at 10 a.m., but you have to call to register. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. And um, wow, what a great show today. And uh, listen, they're always great shows. I'm not just being partial because I'm the one bringing the information to you. I'm literally telling you, like every show we do is fantastic. Because if it touches the life of even one person, and I get emails all the time, Dr. Ernst, I was listening to your show and I did what you said and, you know, I've lost this and I've helped with that and, you know, my this is gone and my that's gone and I have this back and I have that back. I love it. Okay, so today we're talking about neurodegeneration. This is a big one because I guarantee you some of you may have family members who are struggling in that area of like, hey, grandpa is not quite right upstairs. Uh, doesn't remember who I am, doesn't know where he is or she is. We found mom walking outside just on the street. You know what I mean? Like this happens and it's, it's real, but it's getting to be more and more prevalent, not because of age, but we're killing our brains daily. Research has shown that the more corn and soy and wheat and oats and rice you eat, the more damage to your brain, not because the foods themselves are bad, but because they're sprayed and genetically modified. If you go to my website, you can look at all the articles showing physical one-to-one correlation graphs between soy and corn and Roundup and Alzheimer's and dementia and Parkinson's. So the research is out there and evident. We're seeing that the more of that you eat, the more your brain rots. So one step of solving neurodegeneration is no more grains. Grain and brain don't go together very well, even though they rhyme. Don't do it. Okay, number two, we recently medically found something called glymphatic, G-L-Y-M-phatic. Go look it up, G-L-Y-M-phatic. You can go to my website if you want. Just askdrorange.com. It'll say, what is your health question? Type in glymphatic. Bam, you're going to find a ton of stuff about it. We know your glymphatics are the detox of your mind. Your brain floats around in a fluid-filled sac, and it has to have water around it. Now, it's not just water. It's called cerebral spinal fluid, and it's got nutrients and proteins and all stuff. But here's the thing. As your brain's churning along, just like your engine's giving off exhaust, your brain gives off waste. 
and the waste goes into the glymphatics and it's supposed to drain down your neck and into your organs and out to the toilet. Might sound weird, but guys, it happens like that for pretty much everything else. So if your glymphatics are clogged and congested, then the fluids upstairs look like a scummy pond instead of a nice, clear swimming pool. Not a good analogy, but you understand where I'm going with this. So we need to clean the brain. Number one, glymphatics are activated at night. So you have to start sleeping properly. So many people don't sleep at all or sleep well or even sleep through the night. To improve your sleep, there's a few things. Okay, Go listen to my sleep show. I did a whole hour on how to make your sleep better. But just real simple, right? Don't drink any coffee or tea two hours before you go to bed. I think that makes sense. Don't eat after 8 o'clock. I think that makes sense. Don't eat sugar at night. What about desserts? They're always that's the final end of the day. Listen, if you want to eat a dessert, have it for breakfast. You can burn the carbs off. It's a lot easier to do. Don't do it at night. Stop looking at electronic devices two hours before you go to sleep. If you have LED or these high-efficiency light bulbs in your house, turn off all the lights in your house two hours before you go to sleep. Well, it's dark. What am I supposed to do? Go to sleep. A study published in the Journal of Neuroscience in 2015 found that if you sleep just one hour better, not more, better, more efficient, deeper REM sleep, you enhance the glymphatic drainage of your brain. Watch out. If you're a side sleeper, what happens is it's hard to drain the brain when you're laying on your side. So this Journal of Neuroscience found out the drain is in the middle of the back of your neck. I'm going to try to do this, but let's see if we turn around. Right there. I don't know if it worked. Anyway, back of your neck. If you side sleep, what you end up doing usually is you kink the drain of your glymphatics at night. So your brain's like, hey, the, uh, there's a clog in the toilet. Fills up in your mind. So what sh- where should you sleep? On your back. Now guess what happens? Most people say, well, it hurts to sleep on my back. That's another issue. And you should seek a structural chiropractor that can get the pain out of your spine because you're supposed to be able to lay on your back with no problems. If you're a side sleeper, be careful. It causes congestion to your glymphatics. So we have to start sleeping more. Number two, intermittent fasting. Listen to this. Your brain loves sugar for energy, but it really likes ketones better. The difference is you usually don't have them in your body, so your brain doesn't use them. The research is evident. If you get into ketosis, you clean your glymphatics out. It's simple. Don't eat a lot of food. Cut your carbs down. Increase your fats. Intermittently fast. Longer-term fasts. Here's one. Just start moving. Lymphatics require pumping of your body. You need to start looking up and looking down and looking left and looking right and moving your neck. Get adjusted. It helps you to move. Go for a run, a walk, a whatever. Wiggle your body around while you sit still on a desk chair. Just kind of like going like this, up and down and back and forth. Anything you can do to pump your spine drains your glymphatics. Woo! We have a lot more ways to fix your brain. Starting next with supplements that can actually wash the mind out. And don't forget, next Saturday, the 20th at 10 a.m. is my webinar on how to solve your health issue, whatever it is. If you have blood pressure, join us. Thyroid, join us. If you have Alzheimer's or neurodegeneration, join us. 704-906-2094. 704-906-2094. See you Dr. Arnold Show. We'll be right back. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and this is a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. 
We have a great show topic. We're talking about our brains, our minds, the ability to remember things, to not have our minds fall apart as we get older. So we're talking about neurodegeneration, cognitive decline, dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, neurological disorders of the brain itself. And I'm going to share a little secret with you. Medically, we know what's going on, but we don't have therapy per se. We have a few drugs that can work with cognitive decline and Alzheimer's, but they're more to manage symptoms than they are to fix the underlying root cause. I'll give you an example. Um, a, a buildup of a specific type of plaque, this um, amyloid beta that starts to, you get like protein buildups in your brain. That's the clinical indication that we would see on either an MRI or some sort of test that uh, your mind is starting to fall apart. And we'd say, uh-oh, you have signs of cognitive decline, dementia, Alzheimer's. It could be Parkinson's. We don't know yet, but we see these plaques. I want you to think of it as like uh, cholesterol plaquing in an artery. Uh-oh, we see it. And it doesn't mean you're having a heart attack. It just means uh, yeah, you're not doing too good. So now we know, 2020 that um, it's just deposits of crud in the brain tissues because your glymphatic tissues aren't working. I know it's new, glymph, glymph, it's a word. Look it up, G-L-Y-M-phatic, glymphatics. It stands for the glial drainage lymphatic tissues specific to the brain only. You don't have glymph anywhere else except for in your brain. So if your glymph is clogged, the toilet is clogged, and ooh, that liquid starts to get nasty, and then guess what happens? your brain starts to rot. All right, so we need to discuss how do we clean out our glymph. We talked in the beginning that it's typically an issue of chronic inflammation and toxicity of the brain. We talked about how you got to move, you got to pump it. You can't sleep on your side. Oh, I just heard 80% of our listeners go, what? I'm a side sleeper. I only sleep on my side. Be careful. What studies are showing is when you're laying sideways, you tend to tilt your neck to one side and you're kind of going to put your hands here and things like this, a fetal position. It feels good. And you might fall asleep, but you're blocking the drainage. It's a lot like, hey, I don't like when I stuff 46 toilet paper rolls into the toilet and it overflows, but um, I do it every day. So what do I have to do? Just stop. Well, how do I stop sleeping on my side? Just stop. Tape yourself down with duct tape if you have to. Put body weights on your shoulders so you don't turn around. If you really, truly care about your health, you'll figure it out. Okay? When you often work with holistic physicians or chiropractors, they'll start teaching you, hey, if we get you adjusted and we can mold you properly and we can get your spine changed, it's going to hurt to sleep on your side. Look, I can't sleep on my side at all. It hurts. I wake up and my hands are numb, tingling because I'm blocking flow. So I have trained myself how to sleep only exclusively on my back. Back sleeping is the best position. It's really good for your health, and it drains your glymphatics. Chronic inflammation is another big one, so we got to talk about stop eating corn and soy and wheat and dairy and rice and oats and all the inflammatory foods. If you've been listening to my show for any duration of time, you know the foods that inflame. It's so easy, and I just rattled them off like that because I say this every day. Corn, soy, dairy, wheat, uh, oats, and rice. Goodbye. Goodbye. What do I eat, Dr. Ernst? Anything you want but that. It's that simple. Corn, by the way, is in everything, so be careful. Corn chips and corn drinks and corn sodas and corn oil and corn everything. Soy is in a lot of stuff. Lethicin is usually a soy-derived food product. It's in a lot of things. Dairy, cheese, yogurt, milk, okay? Wheat, bread, pastas, cookies, crackers, cakes, rice, uh uh-oh. Chinese food, that's the first thing that came to my mind. It's in a lot of stuff, right? Rice, 
And then oats. Yeah, the oatmeal for breakfast and your power bars and your, your granolas and everything else. While it might sound good, it causes damage to the brain. It inflames the brain. Here's something else. There have been some studies done that show that sugar can damage your brain, yet the brain needs some sugar. So we got to work on, okay, well, what do I do and how much do I have? Your brain loves ketones more than sugar. The, the benefit of an intermittent fasting ketotic style diet is your brain will actually switch. Now, there are studies done, and listen to this. There's even books published of medical doctors taking people who are fully neurodegenerative. I'm talking they can't even take a sheet of paper and write their name, or they can't even draw a clock without it looking like it's falling off the sheet of paper. And they start putting it under ketotic diets. They feed them 12 or 14 or 16 tablespoons of coconut oils and MCT oils, no fruits, no carbs, only vegetables, clean proteins, and guess what? They're starting to write their name, and they're starting to draw pictures that actually make sense and clocks with the orders of the numbers properly. If you don't know this, it's a weird test. But uh, in the neurological world, we, if we ask someone to draw a clock and it goes 1, 3, 2, 6, 9, 4, that's a problem. Would you agree? Because for you, you might be like... Pfft, Draw a circle and 12 is at the top, 6 is at the bottom. Let's see, when you have neurodegeneration, you don't remember where anything is and your circles look like squiggly lines and there's, there's no hands and there's sometimes like smiley faces on clocks. It's a way of testing neurological decline. So if you're, you can't even draw a clock and you go ketotic and you draw a clock, I know it sounds weird, but it's like in the neurological world, <gasps> you're coming back. Praise Jesus. Okay, but then we got to keep going. All right, so we got to get you off carbs and on keto. We got to get you anti-inflamed, and we got to get your glymph open by moving your spine, moving your neck, chiropractic care. Listen to this. In 2014, a study was published in the Journal of Visualized Experiments. That's, that sounds like a fun journal, doesn't it? We're going to watch an experiment, and then we're going to tell you the results. That's pretty cool. Journal of Visualized Experiments. Chiropractic manipulation to the upper cervical spine, that's the skull and first bone, increased the flow of the glymphatic tissues on MRI. Whoa, huge. There are treatments that can be done to the cervical spine to increase glymphatic flow, and they proved that the liquids were draining through the neck better. On an MRI, fluids are white, and so the brain had all this white fluid around it, toxic. They did an adjustment, and then they did a new MRI, and the brain had less white fluids in it, and the white fluid was visible downstream in the spinal cord. I don't know about you, but that is basically evidence that chiropractic can help people prevent and come back from neurodegeneration. What about some supplements? All right, well, here we go. Did you know that India has the lowest rates of cognitive decline on the entire planet? India, eight times lower than the United States. That's statistically worth looking into. Did you also know that India has the largest consumption of turmeric in the world? It's like Indian spice, right? It's in curry. It's all over the place. So uh, we maybe should put two and two together. These people eat an exorbitant amount of curry. They have almost no neurodegenerative disease compared to us. Maybe there's some connection. Well, they did some studies, and what they found out is the curcumin, which is the active ingredient of turmeric, is a massive, powerful antioxidant for the brain. And here's the unique thing. There's no limit to the amount of curcumin you can have. If you want to have gobs and gobs and gobs of it, go for it. You can't overdose on spice. Now, it's not spicy. It is a spice, so I get where you're going at it. But guess what? Put turmeric on everything. Put it on your eggs. Put it on your hamburgers. Put it on your food. Take it as a supplement. Stir it into some water. 
What? Turmeric water? It does exist. Golden milk, coconut milk with turmeric powder, some stevia. Phenomenal. Try it. Okay, CoQ10 is another nutrient that you absolutely need. And here's the deal with this. Your brain is like a freaking engine for energy. It is the powerhouse. I gave analogies in one of my webinars that there's Duke Energy. And here's the wires, the spinal cord, and your organs are like your house or your watch or your computer. And if the brain doesn't have any power, you can't run your devices. So here's the thing. The brain needs a tremendous amount of CoQ10. Why are so many older people becoming cognitively declined and dementia and sick? We stop making CoQ10 in our 40s. You have to start taking it, men and women. Most medications rob your body from CoQ10, statins included. And guess what most older people, I'm not saying you're old, I'm saying people older than you take, statins and diabetic drugs and, you know, cholesterol, well, that is a statin, and they take blood pressure pills and they take aspirin and they they wreck their bodies with these toxins that can affect your CoQ10. Here's what's nuts. Did you know there's no established level of CoQ10 you're supposed to take daily? That's insane if you ask me. Go look it up. Go to Google. How much CoQ10 should I take? Number one response, there is no established level of CoQ10, but studies show that you should take between 500 and 1,200 milligrams per day. What are the studies? What I'm reading to you, cognitive decline, neurodimension, cardiac studies. You need 1,200 milligrams of CoQ10 per day, in my opinion. Careful. Ubiquinone, ubiquinol. Uh-oh, which one do I do? Well, ubiquinol is a is a non-converted precursor, avoid it, like the plague. It's easy to remember, all alcohol, OL, it's a sugar, get rid of it. Ubiquinone, own, you want to own your health, own ubiquinone. That's the one you want. Look for a fermented one, about 1,000 milligrams a day. Here's the risk, though. How much is your bottle? Go get one if you have CoQ10, because trust me, I know, it's probably 100 milligrams or 200. You need to take five or 10 times that. Another one is brain oils. There are even some out there called brain octane. MCTs, omega-3s, DHA. I told you we're running out of time. Why am I going to tell you to join my webinar next week? There's so much more I have to give to you. And we have a controlled environment. I can go for hours if I want, which I won't, but I'll be respectful. But you need to join us. 704-906-2094. Why am I calling this number? Free admission to my webinar. What am I going to talk about? Your health issue. How will I know what it is? You're going to register and tell me. 704-906-2094. If you want to heal, if you want to feel, if you want to have your life back, do the call right now. It'll change your life. 704-906-2094. I'll see you guys next week. Until then, adios. 